Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content which may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Listening to Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesotan accents. Oh, sure. Yeah. No. yeah, sure. Yep, you betcha. Yep, yep. I'm Kenyon. I never brush my hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Lucy. I shower every other day. Nice. What? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Are we confessing and- stuff? Mm-hmm. I did shower today, but I don't shower every other day. But I do take a bath almost every day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I just don't, I don't take baths, so I just don't want to wash my hair, so I don't, like, shower. Yeah. Every mm. other day is actually perfectly, it's better for your hair and better for the environment. I just mm. reapply my deodorant and call it a day. Change mm-hmm. my underwear, obviously. Yeah. Never. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Amanda, your hair also, because the majority of it is not your hair. Mm-hmm. It's someone else's hair. I literally can't. If I washed it every day, I would have no color in it, and yeah, no. it would be ruined. Yeah, yeah. So you do it for cosmetic like, reasons. I do it for l- lazy reasons. I mean, it's honestly like why I take so many baths instead of showering because I don't want to get my hair wet, mm-hmm. and I enjoy like the obviously the relaxation of the tub. Mm-hmm. Bill installed a TV for me, so I have been watching old episodes of Broad City That's in the, the bathtub. That's the most romantic thing I've ever yeah. heard. All He's of amazing. Bill's gifts to you that have been bathtub related. Yep, he built my bath board. Yep. He installed my TV. He gets me fancy bubble baths. I mean, he wants me in there and out of his fucking way as much as I <laughs> want to be in there. Oh my god, this speaking is not of- an argument. <laughs> I got a rock tumbler for Christmas because I asked for one, obviously. Yes, you did. I think I told you this. And all of us were like, we're not getting you that. And then your dad was like, I'm getting you that or whatever. Oh, my mom got it for me. But it's a a National Geographic like brand Mm -hmm. and it's marketed towards children. (laughs) Yeah. And like the instructional booklet is like, ask your parents if you can do X, (laughs) Y, Z. Do you call your mom every time? (laughs) Because you should. I know I should, but I pl- but uh, okay. So I got it for Christmas, and as we're recording this, it's like mid January. I just plugged it in last night. It's the end and of put January, the rocks but in. okay. It's really loud. Yeah, yeah, honey. It's it tumbles rocks. <laughs> I didn't think it'd in be this a loud. Metal so I pl- container. I, I plugged it. In. It's rubber. A. I'm I didn't sorry. think it'd be this loud, so Can I plugged it in, it in in my like kitchen. A styrofoam cooler. May- rebuild That's Kenyon's podcasting box from South Africa. Yeah, take a put cardboard it in there. box, cut up a Fill yoga, it with mat, yoga mats, glue Ray! that to the side, Jesus and then shove God. a pillow in there. It's more. Yeah, I like that idea. But um, I I was telling Corey earlier because he recently built like basically a man cave. I hate that phrase, but he built a man cave in the, in our basement. Oh, I and didn't I, know that. Yeah, he's got yeah. a rug and a That's couch where he and everything. Plays his video games now. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you have your TV room to yourself? I sure mm-hmm. do, aka my office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was like, I'm gonna have to move this to the basement, and he's like, "The fuck you are! That's my space." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, but if it's upstairs, it's in my space. <laughs> <laughs> but it's your rock tumbler." 
I don't care, Amanda. Put it in the garage. <laughs> Get one of those styrofoam I don't think we have outlets in the garage. Whatever. Really? I, it's, it's, you have a tuck under. I bet you do. It's TBD. Anyway, it's sort of a, it's, over it's it. sort of a wedge in our relationship right now. And no, we're not getting divorced. Jesus Christ. Every Yet. time Zach has like decor <laughs> or memorabilia that I don't care for, I say, this would look so great in your office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I threatened to take it to the restaurant and just plug it in there because there's always <laughs> noise happening. <laughs> it was like, keep it out of my orbit. <laughs> oh my god if you do get divorced because of the rock tumbler that would be so fucking funny yeah, though that'd be i would make content. a divorce really ring good content made yes. from one of the stones that i tumbled smart yeah. okay well yeah. now you have to all right great. anyway what the fuck are we doing here oh i okay so oh my mom is calling me okay Ish. Oh, reject working send to voicemail okay <laughs> Uh, in fairness, I've spoken to her three times today. Okay. <laughs> She's getting greedy. You are listening to... Oh, I already did that. You yes. did that. And you introduced yourself. What no, you need to do... we're on the air now, bitch. Is tell us what the topic is this <laughs> All right. It's we're, we're firing on... I'm the one who smoked before this. Not y'all. I had y'all. a cocktail and I'm half, fine. Though. Okay. 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 <laughs> So we have a very special gal's pick. <laughs> and my mom's calling. And, and oh my god. It's a beyond stupid folks. Perfect. So we've got beyond stupid ways to get caught. Oh, I'm so excited. There's some stupid fuckers out there. So basically, whip out the bag of Cheetos. Because you're going to want to tear a bunch of criminals a new Spark one. Up. Spark or up, the babe. bowl of peanut M&Ms as I'm eating right now. Okay. Yum. I am fucking jealous of that. That is yeah. perfection. Oh, there's a fly. Okay. <laughs> Three fives. Five Amanda, fives. what is our wine crime bearing for beyond stupid ways to get caught? Okay. Let me fix my strap. My strap on. Oh, yeah. You're wearing a... Uh, like a little jumper. Like a pinafore? Cute. It's like a, a pinafore. Pinafore. It's, it's a pin- yes, I'm wearing a pinafore. Um, my it, pinafore it's and my farouk. Okay. <laughs> so I wanted to find, like, the, we haven't done, like, a Beyond Stupid in such a long time. So I, I wanted to find, like, a good, stupid cocktail mm. to go with this. But it turns out I do not have the materials to make the truly stupid cocktails, but I wanted to share some of them with you because they are, I can't believe like some of these exist. stupid as in like. Yeah, what do you mean by stupid cocktail? Like easy to make or like taste bad? Oh, no, no. Bad? Uh, you'll understand very, very quickly. <laughs> One of them here is the Flaming Dr. Pepper. Oh, I think I've had that before. Which doesn't actually contain Dr. Pepper. No. Oh, what? It it's is. like cherry schnapps. Well, it's amaretto, one fifty one proof rum, and a half glass of beer, <laughs> and it apparently tastes a little like Dr Pepper, but they do it as a shot, and they light it on fire, and then they light it on fire. I don't like the. I would be really into it if it was mixed with Dr Pepper. It's, it's, <laughs> I know. 
That, there you go. Stupid cocktail. Doesn't even fucking have Dr. Pepper in it. Dumb. Next. The Mountain Dew me. Mountain uh-huh. Dome. We've done Mountain Dew cocktails on this show before. Well, we've done hard Mountain Dew on the show. Yeah. and We've discussed Three Olives Mountain Dew flavored vodka, but yep. I haven't actually featured it. Yep. Okay. But this, again, no Mountain Dew. We featured no it Mountain in our Dew own vodka. way back in like 2013. Yeah. This cocktail is... <laughs> Slimer green, <laughs> and it is Midori. No, triple sec, pineapple juice, and Seven Up. No, nope. nope. the hangover and heartburn <coughs> that that ingredients list. Mm-mm. Ooh, that just that's made like my a, mouth water in a like bad a really, way. Really, really bad all inclusive resort. Yeah, this drink. is a Margaritaville specialty cocktail. Anything with Midori. Absolutely no, not. No. 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 I don't need a melon liqueur in my life. Ugh. Yep. Mm-mm. Yep. This one sounds delicious, but it's blended, and so people hate it. Like, bartenders specifically hate <laughs> it. It has a very bad sexist name, but it's called Boys Are Stupid. <laughs> and it's blended, but it's served in a martini glass. There are so many things that make these stupid. This is 151 vodka, Bailey's, and Kahlua, and like a bunch of ice, and you blend it. I sounds hate fucking delicious. a martini glass. They always fall over. Vodka, Kahlua, what? Blended? Rum, v- 151 rum, Ooh. vodka, Bailey's, and Kahlua. That's and not ice bad. blended. No. It's like mm. a milkshake, I and I would drink that. this shit out of I'd that. I'd be into that. But, it's but like not a, out of a fucking martini no. glass. It's like a milkshake plus a Long Island iced tea plus a white Russian. Sounds delicious. Yeah. But. Mm. That's why I drink it. Okay. Well. Another <laughs> dumb I'll cocktail. hold your hair back. <laughs> Another dumb cocktail is called the Lindsay Lowen because it's red. Oh, and okay. it's just foul. Should be Taylor Swift because she oh, had that, that album, album, I think. Okay. Timely. Wow. I'm not a Swifty. That, yeah. That's only, it should be fifteen like because she had that album, back. right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't listen to Taylor Swift. Uh oh that that shows. Okay. Uh <laughs> this is made up of <laughs> Jaegermeister, Peach oh. Schnapps, oh. Coca-Cola, and cranberry juice. No. Oh, and yeah. that. The Lindsay Lohan. That is a that is a monstrosity. It's a crime. Okay. That's a mess one, like Lindsay Lohan. This one. Okay. I'm putting a picture of it into the text chat for us. And I just want you to guess what this is called. And I'll put a picture of it on the drive so that everyone on the blog gets who goes the to Hulk, the blog. Something gets. with Hulk in the name. Ooh, that's not a bad guess. Yeah. Green Lantern. Not correct, but the Green Lantern? The 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 Jolly Green Giant. Jo- With the short oh. skirt. Mm. Oh, the upskirt. The upskirt. The jolly green upskirt. I'm going yeah. with upskirt. The Grinch. The Grinch. Nope. Okay. You want to know what it is? The what? organic gardener. Oh, it's really actually it's really way green. closer. Oh. <laughs> no. The Irish trash can. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, if you thought any of these other cocktails were either dumb or disgusting. St. Patrick's Anus. Patrick's. St. 
Patrick's name. I like the Irish trash can because it has all the ingredients of an Irish trash can. You guys, you don't even fucking know. It doesn't have any whiskey. Leprechaun's colonoscopy. Let's go. You are not ready. You are not ready. Leprechaun sample. Okay. It contains gin, light rum, (laughs) vodka. Peach snaps, blue Peach curacao, snaps. triple sec, and a can of Red Bull. The blue curacao and the yellow of the mm-hmm. Red Bull mix to make that green. A chemistry occurs. Occurs. And the peach snaps. Peach snaps. Yeah, the, the snaps that I have on my bar are clear. Oh. They're not like yellow. I think peach I have, snaps like, like in a bu- like a dick. What's it called? Decappers or whatever that brand with all the schnapps. Yeah. yeah. I think the peach is, is it clear? Or is I, I it like it's clear? I've only ever seen clear, clear schnapps. It's not, it's not tinted. Fucking yuck. There are more, but the only one, uh, other one I'm going to read is called the Adios, motherfucker. <laughs> the, there's a theme. This contains vodka, rum, tequila, gin, blue curacao, Sweet and sour and seven up. Fucking no. Why do people do this? It sounds like melted candy into a cup with booze. Like my teeth hurt thinking about that drink. You know what these remind me of? College. When we were. (laughs) You did. Your sister always. Oh, she wanted UV blue. Or did she want blue? Lucy always wanted UV blue. You went through a hard UV blue phase. My college roommates and I went through a hard UV blue phase. I feel like you got blue curacao or something for your sister once. Probably. I don't know. Continue, Luke Kenyon. What does this remind you of? This reminds me of when we were in South Africa and Zach was coaching kind of like an inner city baseball team Mm -hmm. in one of these uh, informal settlements Mm -hmm. and or townships, whatever. And we had a party at our house and we had all of the players come and, and hang out and we, you know, had a big meal and whatever. And then they all stayed pretty late. And we quickly ran out of the alcohol that we had bought for the party, but we had all mm-hmm. this alcohol on our Their bar. high school? They were all over 18, and that's mm-hmm. a drinking age in South oh. Africa. Okay. So we were like, okay, whatever. None of them were driving. They had a, mm-hmm. they had a driver with a van to take them home. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, whatever. Like, have at it. So they just raided our bar. <laughs> yeah. And they're all like 18 and 19 years old. So it was just like, what? Ever they could mix together. Oh, yeah. oh, it's Amanda yeah. and I when we visit your house. There was oh, a lot of experimentation <laughs> happening. Because uh-huh. we also had like no mixers left. Like the, mm-hmm. it was just everything was gone. So yeah. it was just, I don't know, gin and rum and curacao. Let's go. Oh, God. But yeah, that sounds disgusting. Yep. But I'm not drinking any of these. Yep. I have a mango white claw with a little bit of vodka in it. Which, Lucy, what did you call this? A power a claw. A power claw. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm drinking. Nice. What cool. are y'all drinking? Well, I just finished it, but I had a little wild turkey American honey that I got in my Yerm. stocking stuffer at Christmas. Thanks, ma'am. And Coke. Oh, yeah. And a Luxardo cherry, but I just finished it. So here's my empty glass. Nice. How cute are you? Uh, I had a few drinks before we even started recording because tonight was a late it. one. So right now I'm just drinking ice water out of my hydro flays. Nice. Great. 
That's I've got not... half a joint in front of me that I'll be hitting again on the commercial break. I was just going to say, I'm probably going to go get a gummy during our commercial break. God bless. <laughs> All right. We know who we are. We know who we are. Oh, I've got the peanut M&Ms, too, if that counts. Nice. It counts. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get cooking. Lucy, what is our background and maybe psych for Beyond Stupid? She's ways reaching to for the bones. She's reaching for the bones. No psych. Wow. Obviously. Well, no, not so obvious. Being stupid. I we've done so many Beyond Stupids, and I feel like I've covered different aspects of being stupid so many mm-hmm. times that mm-hmm. today I pretty much just have a list of very shallow dives into Great. some of the dumbest ways criminals have been caught. Great. Go get get into the spirit of the true crime storytelling, Lucy. Okay. <laughs> Start talking so Amanda stops talking. Okay. (laughs) First up, we've got this dickhead. In 2010, a man named Faisal Shahzad wanted to set off a car bomb in New York City. He filled it with explosives and fireworks and parked it in Times Square. Could have been real bad. Mm -hmm. Luckily, he fucked up making the bomb in the first place, so nothing actually happened when he tried to detonate it. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but he left, he <laughs> locked the keys to his apartment inside the car with all the bombs. No. no. So when the cops showed up to like deal with it, they quickly tracked him down. Oh, no. <laughs> well, sucks to suck. Imagine realizing that after it's like. Mm-hmm. Oh, checking his he pockets. He left his wallet and a piece of re- a, a recent electricity bill. <laughs> his ID. You have no <laughs> idea. I'm just getting started. And handwriting station. <laughs> okay. And lots of hair. Oh, yeah. With the root. Mm-hmm. Yes. And actually just a straight up DNA sample on a slide ready to go. Yeah. Oh, luck. In 2008, and I do have a photo on the drive of this, which will be on the blog. A homicide detective named Kevin Lloyd was looking through pictures of gang tattoos because, like, when they arrest a known gang member, they'll take pictures of all their tattoos to, like, link them, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. So he was looking through, like, a photo album of all these gang tattoos when he noticed something a bit suspicious. And this is from the L.A. Times, quote, Inked on the pudgy chest of a young Pico Rivera gangster who had been picked up and released on a minor offense, was the scene of a 2004 liquor store slaying that had stumped Lloyd and his colleagues for more than four years. This guy tattooed the scene of the crime? Yeah, but he, like, replaced the victim with Mr. Peanut? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I have no explanation for that. <laughs> like a, and the, this tattoo is not good. Oh, it's not With good. The name of the liquor store. Yep. So he has this whole tableau, like tattooed on it. his chest. It's amazing. And this is an unsolved crime from four years prior. That the cops Holy were like, "Oh, shit. we're like no one's talking. We're never going to get to the bottom of this." And then he's looking through this photo album of gang tattoos and is like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> wow. So each key detail was right there. The Christmas lights that lined the roof of the liquor store where 23-year-old John Juarez was gunned down. The Ooh. direction in which his body fell. 
the bowed street lamps across the way and the street sign all under the chilling banner, like a like a like a neck, like a what's it called? Like a collarbone tattoo. Mm-hmm. Keeping it real. Mm-hmm. That says Rivera kills, which is a reference to the gang R- Rivera 13. Mm-hmm. As if to seal the deal, below the collarbone of the gang member known by the alias Chopper was a miniature helicopter raining down bullets onto the scene. That's what the that, end, like blowing fire. Like it's mm-hmm. like yeah. an, okay. uh, not an anamorph. What's it called? Anthrop- <laughs> Anthropomorphized helicopter. An anamorph. An anamorph. We knew what you meant. Everyone knew what you meant. (laughs) Everyone knew. Lloyd's discovery of the tattoo launched a bizarre investigation that soon led to 25-year-old Anthony Garcia's arrest for the shooting, and he ended up being convicted of first-degree murder. So, yeah, it's a terrible tattoo. Why Mm -hmm. the fuck is Mr. Peanut involved? Why would you do this in the first place? My favorite part of this whole tableau Uh is the part where it says me, Rivera, and then a person that I'm assuming looks like this guy with a knife killing, stabbing the Vic, stabbing Mr. Peanut. Mm -hmm. It's Mr. Peanut. It's Mr. Peanut. I think that says There's even a top hat. Like, the top hat is flying off behind him and the monocle's still on. It's like, that's Mr. Peanut. uh, Horrible. Ta- and he's like stabbing him in the top of this the This is head. like if I was tasked with drawing this tableau, this is the mm, best I could do. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> like the liquor is pretty quality. <laughs> also, collarbone tattoos. There's a third never, Mr. Peanut. They never look like even. No, they don't. Because no. you move. Yeah. Where's the third one? Um, in, uh, under the street it. lamp. I, I thought it. it was like there are four. One, oh, well, two, there, yeah, three, the one four. lying, one lying on the ground too. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so fucking stupid. It's bizarre. It's beyond stupid, if you will. Mm-hmm. I love it. All right. Well. All right. Cool. Next little case. A couple in Texas. I feel like we've talked about this before. A couple in Texas robbed a jewelry store and then tried to get away in a wheelchair. Yep. They were quickly apprehended. I I think I covered that. (laughs) I think you have too. That was their getaway vehicle. And the CCTV footage is so funny too of her just like (laughs) kicking her little, (laughs) walking the wheelchair away. And she was in like this weird wig. And wasn't she wearing like a trash bag as a coat? Yeah, it was something really fucking weird. Okay, so then we travel overseas to Hungary where a woman decided to rob a store using a very special weapon, which was a can of deodorant, like aerosol deodorant. Stand back or I'll spray you. Yep, or you'll smell good. She rushed into the store, waving the can around and calling it, quote, gas spray. But workers quickly noticed that it was just deodorant. And took she her down, even, like, and the woman the was can. arrested. She just like oh, left. Like, it no. just says Dove. It gas was like spray. Do- it was like they just came out with it. Dove radiance, cucumber, it's native <laughs> deodorant. It's gas sulfate spray. free. I don't think they have aerosol, but yes, you know, <laughs> it, it was deodorant. Like, come on, yeah. In 2018, cops in Ossining, New York were chasing 23-year-old criminal named Blake Leak, L-E-A-K, Blake Leak, Blake Leak. Blake Leak. 
Blake Leak. Blake Leak. Blake Leak. Uh, so they were chasing him through the streets after Leak was seen attempting to break into a mini mart. Leak thought that he'd made a grand escape after the cops tripped in the street, giving him a chance to dash into a nearby building. Unfortunately for him, that building just so happened to be part of the Sing Sing Correctional Facility. Oh, he ran, he ran into right a into jail. jail. He ran into the lobby of a jail. Wow. That's actually okay. not the only case that I came across where somebody's like trying to get away and they accidentally run into like a police station. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. There's nothing wrong with watching a lot of movies, but you shouldn't always believe everything you see in them. One thief had seen many heist movies where bank cards, or like debit cards, like credit cards, were used mm-hmm. to easily open doors. Mm. I've also seen that in movies, and it does not work that well. It mm-hmm. sure doesn't. So he tried the trick for himself on a neighbor's apartment, but his card just broke in half. Yeah, newer locks. Well, then the half of it fell inside the apartment, that. and the neighbor <laughs> saw it and then I called the read. cops and just gave them the name printed on the card. No way, it was the name side? Yes. The it was name the, half It was the in. name half. <laughs> Even if it wasn't, you could still find out whose fucking yeah. card it was. Oh, that's <laughs> But so it was good. the name half. The fact that it's the name half <laughs> makes it. I love own that. own card. Mm-hmm. On his own neighbor. <laughs> so the neighbor's like, what the fuck, George? I, I mean, we best were case scenario, it works, but you've still fucked up your card. Yeah. And just... walked in while your neighbor's home. <laughs> it's not great. It's not great. It's just there's no outcome where that's good. Mm-mm. No. Okay, so here's a little bit of a longer one, and it's fucking amazing. This is from Wikipedia. In 2007, a Polish man named Kristen Bala was sentenced to jail for 25 years for planning and committing the murder of a man named Darius Janiszewski, who was a small business owner in the city of Roklaw in the year 2000. Janiszewski's body was, uh, his dead body was found discovered floating in a lake. And for three years, the Roklaw police had failed to solve the murder until a detective found some physical clues linking the murder to Bala. More sensationally, clues to the killing were found in Bala's first novel, which he called Amok, which he self-published no, honey. three years after Janiszewski's death. So it, oh, was as, it was as if Bala had written a fictionalized version of the real-life killing into his novel using information only the murderer could have known. This is very mm. cop. Yeah, a lot of people do this. It's a mm-hmm. fucking drive for attention. It's, it's strong. so fucking Trust dumb. me, I know. <laughs> I know how strong it is. <laughs> Don't give in. The case drew widespread media coverage in Poland and resulted in increased sales of the novel as readers looked for clues in the novel to the real-life events of Janiszewski's death. Mm-hmm. Wow. Prosecutors believe the motive for killing was tied to jealousy, as Bala had assumed that his estranged wife was having a quote-unquote affair with Janiszewski. Mm-hmm. It's not an affair mm-hmm. if you're estranged. I'm sorry. Get over yeah. it. You're on a break. <laughs> and also... <laughs> we were on a break. <laughs> yeah. You're on a break. 
Oh, it's literally what estranged <laughs> means. Like you don't have a say anymore. Yeah, and also, but like, if you're still married, I don't know. It depends. doesn't. If you're depends. estranged, if you're no. Estranged, it's no, all bets are off. Yeah. Okay. Okay. In 2007, Walbala was in prison, an appeals court ordered a retrial of the case. In December of 2008, Bala had a new trial and was again found guilty and continued to serve his 25-year sentence. Yeah, honey. This is where well, we're- at least he had new material for the sequel. <laughs> Speaking of new material, Bala is oh! working on a second novel- Tentatively titled Deliric. I don't know what that means in Polish. Babe. Police report evidence found on his computer showed plans for killing a new victim to tie in with his second novel. Good. So he saw this. Sorry, there's like a bug on my. Oh my God. Ugh. Why do you have bugs? It's January. I don't know. I still have. There are still stink bugs yeah. that have been in this house that I swear I got they it. stay in and they. Fuck, and then you find them every once in a while, yeah. and it's disgusting. It was That's a stink bug. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Don't All squish right. it. I did. Whatever. It, I don't. It's too it's late. Fine. I'd rather smell it than have it alive. <laughs> <laughs> Put it outside you. and let it die slowly. My God. Anyway, <sighs> moving on. So he was planning. Psycho? He was. Pl- he. There was so much success for his first self-published novel. Because of the tie-in with the actual murder, mm-hmm. that he's planning he's on like, doing it again. Marketing, Brilliant. yeah, that's bullshit. I, I'm very happy we have the law about you know criminals not being able to benefit from their crimes because otherwise yeah. there would be so much incentive. Yeah, yeah. it's gross. Yeah, profiting from that while you're that sitting in prison is, is so fucking gross. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, next, Christopher Wilson was a tweaker who decided that he was going to be the next D.B. Cooper. After Mm. lighting up a pipe of crystal meth, Mm. he came up with the brilliant idea to go into a hardware store and steal a bunch of shit. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, as he left, he dropped a vial of his meth that had his, I don't know why, but it had his name and phone number on it. If found. On his (laughs) On the vial that he dropped. Always label your mess. It's expensive. You don't want to risk losing it. It's like you got to tag your pets and your mess. Yeah. I don't know amazing. why, but that was part of this listicle. Next. Two amazing. Croatian criminals were apprehended with over 100 grams of weed in their car. When they were being. It was me. Probably. Well, you are a Croatian criminal. Grams? That's like not even that many grams, is it? A weed is really light, so I feel like a mm-hmm. hundred grams of That's weed would be of like weed. a lot of weed. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. While they were being questioned by cops, one of their phones suddenly got a text message which read, "Water my weed, please," from one of their friends. <laughs> Where's my weed that you're bringing me across state lines? So they went to that guy's house. And discovered a whole marijuana farm. Yeah. So he's growing, yeah. <laughs> Obsessed. Oh my God, you need code words. Water my weed, please. My plants. Water my plants. I feel like they could have cracked that code. I know, but it, they wouldn't have <laughs> it as wouldn't much have raised probable cause. Yeah, necessarily. I'm out of town. Stupid. Can you water my plants? <sighs> Boom. I feel like that would have still warranted a, a little. 
I don't visit know. and a knock. Like, even if you're not being actively observed by, like, the FBI Law for drug sales, it's never a bad idea to have a little bit of coded language. Also, just, like, switch it in up. text it messages. It doesn't have to be so, like, if it, you don't have to say anything that, like, is that obvious. If you're what talking my weed, weed just guys, you could literally say anything <laughs> and they know what you're talking about he didn't mm-hmm. want anyone to get confused guy. i guess you Whatever. could be like hey do you have any ballerinas you sure know do. they're gonna fucking know what, what size saying. yeah exactly <laughs> <sighs> all right next mauricio fiero was a brazilian thief who stole a car and then decided mm-hmm. to also rob a pharmacy Oh, okay. When he while got, you're at it. While you're at it. When he got outside with the loot from the pharmacy, he discovered that his stolen car had been stolen. <laughs> so he stuck there with a bag of shit, like not knowing what to do. Oh, no. That's a bad day. Gets that worse. is a really bad day. Moments later, a third thief snuck up behind him and stole the shit that he had taken from the pharmacy right out of his hands. That's a bad neighborhood. So this robber is in Brazil. It could have been in like a favela with like, I don't know. It was probably not a great area. So he was robbed twice in one night. And then to make matters worse, he then decided to report the crimes, plural, to the police Got to. Who recognized him as the pharmacy thief and arrested him. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. That's incredible. There were also a lot of people who had rewards, like bounties on their heads. Oh, who turned themselves in and tried to get the loot. Who turned themselves in and tried to get the Mm -hmm. money and they were like, that is not how this works. There was like a guy in, um, or who was like part of the Taliban who tried to do that. Yes, there was a guy who was part of the Taliban who tried to turn himself yes. into like international courts. They were like, yes. no, for like a hundred thousand dollar reward no. or something. Yeah, <laughs> and he got arrested. Oh no! Yeah. yeah. Okay. Amazing. So there was a guy named Gary Ruff, who was a British guy who decided to pull off a robbery. Try to pull off a robbery. Mm-hmm. Seeing as guns weren't legal in the UK, he did the next best thing he could think of. He got armed with a cucumber. I saw this. He demanded cash while brandishing the cucumber and unsurprisingly was capped. Stop or I'll cuke. Tack. (laughs) Stop or I'll cuke. I'll pickle this place. (laughs) Oh, Amanda, you old card. (laughs) It wasn't like in his pocket. No, he was was brandishing it. it. Oh, I thought he like pressed it into somebody's back. He probably did that at that least as well. So mm. I what I read he was brandishing it. That's amazing. That's way better than so, I like, so I, I mean old. for some yeah. for some reason, whether or not it was out in the open and the security guard was like, that's a fucking cucumber, and then took mm. him down, or if the security guard thought it was a gun, they still took this guy down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He then asked if he was going to go to jail for the crime, and the answer was yes. Like, yeah, you still tried to hold up a store, yeah. like rob a place. With is faking your... having a weapon? It's still armed robbery, it, at least in, in a lot of places it is. Yeah. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Wow. It is in places in the UK, too, it sounds like, Imagine based off of one of the cases I covered. Stupid. Oh, 
armed robbery with a cucumber. But if you are threatening people's lives and making people sincerely believe that you have a weapon, that is that is fucking crazy harm. Yeah, you can't do that shit. Effect over intent. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I have one last one. This is my favorite one. This is from an article from Medium. Twenty-eight-year-old Polish-born UK man named Lukas Chanowsk. Chanowsk. I will just be referring to him as Lucas. Mm-hmm. That is going to work a lot better for all of us. Okay. Lucas broke into a home belonging to Martin Hotley and Pat Dyson and was later discovered by the homeowners fast asleep in their bed. Mm. Is, this the, is this the Goldilocks guy yeah. or whatever? He's yeah. nicknamed the Goldilocks burglar or something. He didn't even burgle. We'll get to he it. He just broke in. Yeah. He Goldilocks snapper. A Goldilocks napper. The retired couple first thought something was strange as they opened the door to find their mail and newspapers picked up and neatly stacked, like, inside the house. <laughs> He's just a roommate. A really good one. Yeah. A really good one. Miss Dyson also noticed that the house was unusually tidy. Are they the Dyson of, of the Dyson Dyson? I fucking no. doubt it. No. That would be amazing. Lucas was, of course, the unlikely intruder and gained the nickname Goldilocks. However, Lucas was not a disrespectful house intruder. The couple oh. noted that he had done the washing up, <laughs> brought food. He, like, went to the grocery store and got the food. <laughs> and even done a load of laundry. Oh! The intruder had cooked a meal, which I read was like a chicken pasta sort of situation. Sounds amazing. That's like your favorite thing. I know. It is my favorite fucking thing. Is he available? Yeah. Can I hire him? (laughs) We'll get to the hiring. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. So he had cooked a meal and also enjoyed a bubble bath before he was discovered in the couple's bed. Nothing is better than climbing into a bed after a hot bath. Clean sheets. Eating a chicken and pasta dish, taking a bubble bath, and climbing into bed. That is, that's. Minus the bubble bath, that's Lucy. That's me. Well, it's also I think it's all of us. I I associate you more with shrimp in your pasta than chicken, Mm. but yes. I associate Kenyon with a Caesar salad. Mm -hmm. And all of this with a Caesar salad, like a side of shrimp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kenyon loves And then the all of this minus the bath. I have to enjoy it until I eventually become allergic to it. Mm. <laughs> That's a sad reality. Yeah. There's there's Morial. Okay. Oh my god. When Holtby, who's the 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 ma- the male homeowner, challenged mm. him like what the fuck are you doing in our home and our bed? Right. Lucas appeared to cower under the bedclothes. The situation <gasps> okay, That's creepy. Well, he was like scared. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he's broken into their hall. Yeah. That is, I agree. That's that is creepy. creepy. Okay. Well, at least Don't he wasn't it. being violent about it. No, yeah. of course not. The situation was made worse by a lack of a common language as Polish-born Lucas had very poor English skills. It's like, oh, this is just what we do in Poland. Yeah. We just go into each other's houses and snuggle up. What's the problem? We just couldn't communicate, and it was really tense, and like obviously it was yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. The couple... Mm-hmm. The couple left the house, locked the doors, and then called the police, and Goldilocks was arrested. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, here are the best parts. 
The only damage to the house was a burnt saucepan. <laughs> but as Pat Dyson commented, quote, these things happen. <laughs> the couple both stated that at no time did they feel threatened by their unusual house guest. Once arrested, it was discovered that Lucas had been evicted from his regular lodgings. Having nowhere mm. to stay, he spotted the couple's house. Going to the overgrown back garden, he presumed the house was unoccupied and forced a rear window to gain entrance. Look, if you are judging whether or not my house is occupied by the state of the garden. I know, right? You're in for a rude awakening. I know. I was like presumptuous much. But wow. They were like out of town, though. But like, who has time to garden no i know <laughs> i need to plant a garden <laughs> oh my god once inside he must have known that the property was occupied and prayed the occupants would not return soon although lucas had been observed in the house by the window cleaner the oh window cleaner stated that he thought the 28 year old was the couple's grandson so he just didn't he do anything so at home there yeah I just he looked like a house he lived here he was yeah. in there he probably waved he was tidying up yeah. yes he was cleaning Quite vacuuming oh my lucas God. I was given made a, the same assumption i would have been yeah. like, here to water the plants well, I not, absolutely would as have the house made the cleaner. Same it's not your fucking business to question yeah. who's in the house like they're in the yeah. house okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. And? And? Lucas was given a two-year conditional discharge in order to pay 200 pounds worth of costs at Burnley Crown Court after admitting burglary. He had taken nothing from the property despite Pat Dyson having a jewelry box in the house. That was he not was his attention. He was literally just trying to be housed. Yes. Yeah. He was yeah. just That's trying to move in. Poor fucking mm-hmm. person. God damn mm-hmm. it. Pat Dyson commented that she felt, quote, fairly sympathetic, although he did break in, but it was neatly done. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. Mr. Holtby commented that Lucas was so tidy, quote, he thought about hiring him as a butler to stay in the basement. Stop. <laughs> Do it. Oh, I know. I we... feel bad for Lucas. Like, not the right way to go about that, but like, he's he was kind of just he's he was, unhoused. He was yeah. sweet about Shelter. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, our society is so broken. Okay. Well, I was in the UK. It wasn't here, but yes. Our, our global society. Our global society. Yeah. Anyway, mm. that's just a quick mm-hmm. dive into some stupid wow. fucking ways people have been caught. Amazing. I love it. I want Lucas to visit me. Oh, there's yeah. a picture of Lucas on the drive, which will be on the blog, too. He just... Oh, sweet Lucas. He just looks... He, he's, he's, a, he's a foreigner in a foreign land. <laughs> oh, yep. yeah. He's the most Polish-looking man I've he's, ever seen <laughs> in my life. Extraordinarily <laughs> Polish-looking. Wow. Like, he's got pockets of pierogies. I know he does. He's, <laughs> that's amazing. Everything. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. The pierogi burglar. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear a quick word from our sponsors, Dyson Vacuums. And we'll oh, get to my case. <laughs> Ring doorbell. <laughs> I know that I have fallen victim to the whole try it free for 30 days. Oh, yeah, they're going to get my money. Which sounds like a great <laughs> offer because it's mm-hmm. enough time to try and completely forget about the subscription or service that you are now going to be paying for. 
Mm-hmm. So before you know it, you're paying for that subscription, but you're not using it and you're paying for it every single month. And with Rocket Money, you can change that with a few quick taps. Uh, Rocket Money is an ADHD sufferer's dream yep. app. Yep. It's amazing. Um, Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. I am obsessed with this. So <laughs> I am the kind of person that like, for example, when we moved into this home and we did a change of address form, the post office or like when you change your address will offer you all of these magazine subscription oh, offers that yes. are so cheap or free for the X amount of months. And I was like, yes. <laughs> This is brilliant. I'm going to get all these free magazines and then I'm going to cancel. Mm-hmm. Three years later, I was still getting magazines. <laughs> yeah. And I recently <laughs> used Rocket Money to take care of all of it for me. And now I'm not getting flooded with magazines and auto paying yep. for 10 subscriptions that I was not using. <laughs> it's absurd rocket money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so that you can stop paying for the ones you don't want yeah period. that was always my problem it was like i don't even remember what i'm subscribed to and then when you exactly. look at your statements the name of things is always different mm-hmm. it's very confusing but rocket money makes it so easy simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel in the app and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. I tried to cancel a subscription to something recently. Before and Rocket I had Money. To ta- <laughs> yeah, before Rocket Money. And I had to be on a chat with like a robot that was trying to get me to change my subscription mm-hmm. package a million times before it would just cancel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rocket Money can save. You could put that time back in your pocket. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as the click of a button. And over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Who couldn't use $720? Come on. I could. So stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash gals, G-A-L-S. That's rocketmoney.com slash gals, rocketmoney.com slash gals, and treat your wallet. Treat it. Care Of is a subscription service that ships high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. It is amazing. Tell us more, Kenyon. Well... It is February, and in February, I like to not just focus on my loved ones, but also focus Mm. on my self-care. Yep. And, you know, taking vitamins and supplements and and taking the time to feel more balanced and confident and energetic is a way for me to practice my self-care. And Care Of Mm -hmm. makes that really easy. So show yourself some love this month with Care Of. You can take a short, in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and health goals for a personalized, doctor-backed recommendation, taking the guesswork out of what supplements are best suited for you. I like to take their quiz maybe like twice a year, just Mm kind of make sure that, you know, I don't have any blind spots when it comes to- Yeah, see where you're at. My vitamins and supplements, because you know my lifestyle changes, my needs change. Oh yeah. 
Um, and Carev has helped me discover uh, new vitamins and supplements that I had never even heard of before, but I'm so glad that I am taking now. And Amazing. they make it super easy. So Carev's daily vitamin packs are great for on the go, and they're made of plant-based compostable film. So you can yes. stress less about your impact on the environment. You're not creating like, you know, a pile of plastic that'll never degrade. Yes. So for 50% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code GALS50. That's G-A-L-S-5-0. Again, for 50% off your first Care Of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code GALS50 and treat your wellness. Treat it. Make kiss. <laughs> I, nah. I feel like we might have mentioned this guy during fingerprint forensics. Finger crimes. Okay. Oh, okay. But if not, finger crimes. <laughs> fingering crimes. Gals pick fingering crimes. No. Fing- oh, crimes fingerling finger. potato crimes. <laughs> Tell them. Tell oh. them. Tell her. Tell me what. Literally last week, <laughs> Zach and I were. We went out to a bar. We brought Sonia and her little uh, stroller, or whatever. This is she's a bar baby. That's neither here nor there. But we're sitting outside and we're looking at food to order because we didn't want to cook. <laughs> and Zach goes, "Ah, oh, Finland potatoes, nice, Finland, Finland." <laughs> and I was like, "He's reading it though." Yeah, say he teaches America's youth. <laughs> And I was like, fingerling potatoes? And he, fingerling. he was like, he started making fun of me for the pronunciation. <laughs> and oh, I was like, uh-uh. honey, no, it's fingerling potatoes. Oh, and I need to call Lucy God. right I now. Take, I, Say I, it again. I, she I sent me a voice did a voice memo. No, she did. Crying, laughing. That Zach calls them Finland potatoes, and she now go, that I she goes, say them. it, say it again, <laughs> say it how you said it earlier. <laughs> and he goes, say it into the phone, <laughs> kiss me through the phone. Uh, I thought he said Finglet, which is really cute. <laughs> and then because I corrected him and told Hoglet him potatoes, it was fingerling. Now he won't eat them because it's like angel hair pasta to him. Like he won't eat it because it sounds like a human body part. Angel hair oh. is the best pasta. He won't eat it because it oh, sounds I like hair. More for the rest of us. But it is kind of gross to think about hair when you're eating your pasta. Have you had yeah. angel hair? I have. I have. It's I not have. gross I at all. It. It's it's a gift from heaven. No, it's good. Well, now he okay. won't eat angel hair pasta <laughs> or <good>. Finland potatoes. <laughs> Fingal- but you should make him Fingland potatoes Fingling. on a bed of angel hair pasta <laughs> yeah. and just see what he Yum. does. It's well, a lot that's of carbs, a lot of carbs. But it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. I don't know. Well, I do know where that came from. All right, we're gonna talk a lot about fingers. Great, Great. love it. Okay, Finglets, Finglets, Finglets. <laughs> tell, tell, tell him what tell you said. Tell him what you did. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Since the beginning of fingerprint forensic science, it has occurred to wily criminals to try to evade detection by altering or removing their fingerprints, removing. known as fingerprint obliteration. Oh, dear. Reminds me of Men in Black when he put his fingers oh, yeah. on that board. On the ball. Yeah. Burns yeah. them right off. 
Yeah, well, right clear off. In the 1930s, they didn't have that technology, and they had to go to greater lengths. And we will get mm. to it. They're still not that. Well, technology. I don't think we have that technology now. But love, we your... don't have the Men in Black technology. <laughs> the forgetter stick, the grasshopper gun, <laughs> or the little cricket, whatever it was called. <laughs> yeah, I'll make this look good. The, the cricket, cricket yeah. gun. The cat collar with the universe? We don't have that? Yeah. The galaxy is on Orion's belt. Catch up. <laughs> Keep up. <laughs> okay. Oh, Rip Torn. <gasps> Rip Torn. Oh. That's right. Rip Torn is in there. Can you imagine if your name was Rip Torn? Oh, we're going to get into a name. Okay. It's all circling back. Okay. okay. <laughs> so in the 1930s, oh, gangster John Dillinger famously attempted to burn off his fingerprints with acid. That did right. not work out for him because Famous he was sugar in John water. Dillinger. Sugar in water. <laughs> sugar water. Sugar <laughs> in water. <laughs> These jokes are so timely. That movie didn't come out 25 years ago. Men in Black fucking holds up. Everybody, I watched it in a hotel room recently. (laughs) Men in Black absolutely fucks. It's so good. Okay. (laughs) Corey and I watched it when we stayed in Area 51. It's so good. On VHS in a tiny little TV plus VCR. It at was our honeymoon. I, I, <laughs> Rachel, Nevada. And he was so mad when he woke up the next morning and didn't recall being abducted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> During oh, the same era, so the 1930s, the John Dillinger era. Okay. Right. Fingerprint obliteration was taken to new extremes by an unfortunately named man, Roscoe Pitts. No. Ooh. Can you imagine, like, Brad Pitt's life could be so different if his last name ended with an S? Yeah. I don't know. Brad Pitt's, Pitt's not great. Pitt and is Brad already Pitt, tough, but Pitt's, it's on its way. But Pitt's, Pitt's tough to bounce plural. back from. <laughs> That's, Pitt's not looking good. This <laughs> episode's so fucking not stupid. Looking good. Pitts not looking good. <laughs> Pitts went by a variety of similar sounding names Ticket. because wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> he is also referred to throughout various press coverage of his crimes as Robert Pitts, Robert Phillips, Ronald, Pitts. Ronald Phillips, <laughs> and Robert Pierce. Okay. Pitts had been born and raised in Charlotte, North Carolina, but eventually settled into a life of moving around the country committing petty crime, mostly home burglaries and car theft. Mm-hmm. One source describes Pitts as, quote, 5'9", blue-eyed, brown-haired, good-looking, in a sort of stupid way. Oh, no. <laughs> but also I know exactly what right. kind of way they yeah. mean. Mm-hmm. Everyone I fucked in and around Kenyon's college. Yeah, I think the most attractive <laughs> men look visibly stupid in some mm-hmm. way. You're attracted. That's like that's your thing. Well, I you mean, want your man to look a little a little stupid. I mean, I think the actors that have like eyes that go do two different ways are kind of attractive. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm-hmm. who's the Notebook? Ryan. 
Gosling. Oh, yeah, Ryan Gosling. His he does have a little bit weird. of a laziness. Timothy Shell. The eyes go two different. They look mm. a little like they got hit in the head or something. <laughs> is that why you're friends with hot. me? <laughs> I don't find you no, your sexually eyes attractive. No, two different directions. No. Oh, I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd bang the shit out of Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> she couldn't even fucking handle it. You would split her in two. Okay. With her back? <laughs> Moving you- on. Hey, Kenyon. <laughs> I would peg the shit out of Kenyon. <laughs> no. Not not in my bum. I have IBS. No, in your front. Oh, I'll front yeah, peg. Yeah. in the front. Oh, okay. A front okay. peg, a classic front peg. Okay. Yeah, a missionary peg. Got it. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I'd entertain it. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> so oh. this guy, Pitts, was arrested Boy. numerous times during the early 1930s and in 1936 was sentenced to two years at Alcatraz. Ooh. It was here that this small-time criminal made some more serious underworld contacts and began to dream bigger than his typical home robberies. So mm-hmm. one newspaper uh, described this as, quote, a little fish in the criminal pool eager to learn from the big fish. Okay, well, that's dumb. Love it. I mean, that's basically like, yeah, it's more likely than rehabilitation, if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He fixated on the idea that if he somehow removed his fingerprints, he could commit crimes with impunity as authorities would have no way to prove his presence at the crime scene. He's absolutely correct. And anyone listening who wants to commit a crime, this is it. It's your get out of jail free card. Yep. Take those prints off. A fellow inmate told him about a doctor in New Jersey who was known to take on surgeries to alter the appearance of mafia members. Appearance. Perfect. Appearance. Appearance. The doctor's name was Leopold Brandenburg, and when Pitts was released from Alcatraz, he decided to travel east to get his plan underway. Love it. So he basically is like seeking out this mob plastic surgeon. Yes. Yep. There's no, nothing could go wrong here. Six or whatever. Right. Yeah, it's great. Grab your ether towel and just pray. Yeah. Go straight for the best. Great plan. Ugh. I don't see any problem. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but first, Roscoe made a quick pit stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> nice. In Wilkinsboro, no. North Carolina, where he carried out an elaborate robbery that involved using explosives to blast open a safe in a wholesale grocery warehouse. Okay. But despite all of his careful planning, something clearly went wrong with this heist. Something's off. Either there wasn't much money in the safe that day or the explosives failed because Pitt's take was later listed as a measly $400 worth of cigarettes. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's rough. That is that first of all, in the fifties or thirties? Thirties. That's a lot of fucking cigarettes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like but you can't even enjoy cash. that. That's a burdened amount. That's a burdensome amount of cigarettes. <laughs> and cigarettes. That's not even like a good haul. Like they were definitely cheaper back then. So yeah, that's oh, my full yeah. of cigarettes. Today that's yeah. like four packs of cigarettes, but pretty much. It's yeah. like two, it's like maybe two to three cartons if you're lucky. Yeah. 
So after this robbery that went awry, uh, he went on a mini crime spree because he probably mm-hmm. needed to like fund the rest of his trip get to New Jersey. Money. Yeah. yeah, I can't get to New Jersey on SIGs alone. <laughs> <laughs> so he robbed a post office and stole a car, which he promptly crashed, and this is very apropos of this episode, into a parked police cruiser. <laughs> the only thing that you could have said that's more outlandish than that is into a police station. Yeah. Or a sing sing. A parked car. <laughs> he crashed his stolen car after robbing a post office after robbing a grocery store. Was he driving without his glasses like that um Coven confessor? Oh <laughs> <laughs> I made their sibling give them their glasses. That's amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. I love that story. Give me your glasses. <laughs> Ma'am, why are you in a cornfield? And the mom noticing and saying nothing in the <laughs> moment. In the car, just giving her the, God, why aren't you wearing your glasses? The, the mom scream, yeah. the gritted teeth mom scream. You can picture it so yeah. clearly. The one you can see that's pent up till you all get in the car and you're yeah, on your way she home. she doesn't want you to yeah. get arrested. Yeah. I swear to God, Vanessa. Okay. <laughs> there will be hell to pay when your father finds out about this. Uh, not in my house. Mother was the hell. $140 at the optometrist every fucking year. Seriously. <laughs> okay. uh, I just went pay. to the optometrist. It is expensive it even is with good expensive. insurance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. All right. So anyway, he crashes continue. into a parked police car and then flees the scene. Mm-hmm. He then Amazing. fled north with the idea that if he surgically removed his fingerprints again, if he was if he was caught for all these crimes, the authorities would never be able to prove it was him. Good well, right, because in Men in Black, once the fingerprints are gone, you're erased from the universe. Well, that's how it works. And it's yeah. not like you have a face. No, yeah. there's no. No, no, yeah. right. no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, no. Or yeah. you yeah. couldn't just wear gloves when you commit <laughs> no, crimes. No, 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 no. No, yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, no. You yeah. can't do that. No, no. it's too risky. Mm-hmm. Right. What do you get a hole in your glove? Yeah. I mean, come on. No. Right. What are you going to do then, huh? Right. Smart guy? So upon arrival in New Jersey, he tracked down Dr. Brandenburg and proposed his plan. And the doctor, who had clearly found his medical niche, agreed. (laughs) Oh, you're going to pay me? Cool. I don't need to know anymore. I charge $400 worth of cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) I charge you in American cigarettes. (laughs) I got my lucky day. What? (laughs) okay great i charged 400 (laughs) my fees pretty steep it's a really volatile in the marketplace what's the time money converter on cigarettes (laughs) yeah it's your lucky day sir (laughs) so dr brandenburg actually performed two surgeries on roscoe pitts those those fingerprints were finger surgeries oh we will get to it. The finger oh, surgeries no. count as one, even though really it's ten. But we will get, oh. we will get to it. <laughs> oh yeah, have ten fingers. Okay, okay. I was like, Jesus. Okay, man. <laughs> Whoa. 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 That, es- that escalated quickly. All right, ten fingers. Okay. Uh, Whoa. <laughs> so, so the first. Was a relatively minor surgery, and it it altered the appearance of a prominent facial scar that Pitts had received in a prison fight. So it was basically just like fixing a scar on his face. Yeah. The second 
was almost inconceivably gruesome and bizarre. Oh, God. Brandenburg removed the flesh from Pitt's fingertips, quote, no. almost down to the bone. Ew. There's a, there's oh, a big old pad right there. That's like right the there. full pad of your, yeah. Mm -hmm. no. Oh, my God. Oh, it gets so much worse. On both hands. Yeah. All ten. Yep. Oh. He then cut, quote, ten finger-shaped pockets. Into the skin on Pitt's chest. Chest? We will get to it. No, you gotta the go under the arm. Mm. The fingers were stitched like the, oh, yeah. the raw They still do this. Fingers it's, yeah. it's skin grafting, but it's mm. not on to the chest. To help it grow back. Yeah. Well, and then you, then you cut them free. Oh! Were oh. stitched into these pockets and Don't left pockets. there. Pocket. Ah. And I then... Get <laughs> left there until the skin from his chest had grafted onto his fingers. His he remade my belly with skin from my butt. His arms, sorry, I was doing <laughs> Wait, the wrong Wait, are you saying he was stuck like this? He was stuck like this. His arms were crossed and strapped tightly to his chest to prevent excessive movement during the entire the process. <gasps> oh. How long did it take? About after about six weeks, oh, his fingers were carefully sliced off of his chest, mm. leaving ten finger-shaped scars behind. <laughs> Good thing you got rid of that distinctive facial scar, buddy. Oh, <laughs> wouldn't want any identifying scars. Oh my god! My god. Ugh. Meanwhile, the authorities <laughs> were at a loss as to who had committed the North Carolina robberies and a nationwide manhunt had been launched. Pitts, believing he was now immune from all possible detection by the mm. law, okay, oh. traveled back to California after his recovery. Again, six weeks that he's laid up like this. Ugh. With his hands oh. like like a vampire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, my God. He gets to mm -hmm. California. He commits another robbery. Yeah, you don't just stop. Old no. sticky Once those fingers hands... is at it again. You are disgusting. <laughs> and you need to be stopped. Sticky fingers. Ew. Yeah, so his fingerprints are just smooth now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, of course you'd go commit more crimes. You have no fingerprints. That's the point. That's the whole There's point of this no surgery. no way you're going to get caught. Oh, my God. Then he flees to Texas, but it was in the Lone Star State that his brilliant plan fell apart. Oh, no. He was pulled over in El Paso as part of a crackdown on draft dodgers. So this oh. is now it's the late 30s, so it's we're leading up to World War II. Mm -hmm. That's so weird. They have like traffic stops for draft dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> it's random checks of any car driven by an of age man. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking wild. How flat are your feet? <laughs> Prove so they your asked asthma. him to produce his selective service registration <laughs> card. Mm -hmm. When he could produce neither this nor any other form of ID, he was brought in for questioning. Mm -hmm. Pitts refused to give his name, laughed at the police for fingerprinting him, and quote, <laughs> <laughs> You'll never catch me as he's in cuffs. <laughs> and quote, challenged the authorities to identify him. 
okay. Great. <laughs> Which, imagine, like, he's gloating. Like, he is so oh, yeah. sure. What a fucking prick. <laughs> yeah, he's a little asshole. Yeah. Which turned out to him. not be very difficult at all. Texas police realizing they had stumbled upon something more serious than draft dodging. Like, something's up. Yeah. This Send guy him. has smooth fingers. Mm-hmm. Sent his bizarre-looking pr- prints to the FBI, which matched them to prints in their database by comparing the whorls, you know, whorls, yeah. just yes. below the first mm-hmm. finger joint. Yep, yeah. They're not, yeah, they don't stop here, you got, people. You got palm prints. Mm-hmm. We know our tongues have unique prints mm-hmm. on Meat. animals, dogs, and rats. Tongue they taste, have baby. They have nose prints. I think penises have, like, distinctive mm-hmm. prints, too. That mushroom you're not cat. Gonna, you're not going to get away with So they, but this is even better. Like, they, they it's, like, just under where mm-hmm. he surgically Cut had removed. To. Like, it had a like, scar. They're like, yeah, we literally already have your prints on file. <laughs> we just have this part of your hand to go off of, oh but God. it's enough. So Brandenburg surgery had not extended down far enough to prevent Pitt's prints from being matched to those he already had on file. <laughs> to add insult to literal injury. Uh-huh. <laughs> To add insult to surgery. Seriously. (laughs) That, quote, under a strong lens, the original whorls above the first joints on his fingers were still visible, even underneath the transplanted skin. After all that, that, you can still fucking see it. They were still coming through, yeah. Holy shit. I mean, your fingerprints, as we've learned, your fingerprints are a result of your whole dermis growing on your body. So it like right, ends. Right, so it'll grow back. This is like where it ends. Mm-hmm. So of course it's going to grow back, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like the jagged edge oh my of your God. dermis. God, what a fuck. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. This is incredible. <laughs> I love him. Pitts was arrested for the warehouse robbery and sentenced to 16 to 20 years in prison, although he would ultimately only serve a fraction of this because, again, it's like the late 1930s. One headline following his arrest stated simply, obliteration of fingerprints found useless. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Brandenburg was also tracked down and arrested, along with another doctor who had assisted in the surgery and four other people who had helped in various ways, including housing pits while he waited the six weeks for his freaky chest finger skin grafts. Nursing pits. Ew, you couldn't do anything. Your hands are attached to your chest. Attached. Mm -hmm. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking gross. Like, it's one thing if you're in a terrible accident and, like, I'm so glad we have the technology to, like, help people with skin grafts. But it's so creepy as fuck. But But there's a way you can. There's a way you can do this. How is it? I have. Well, yeah, now. Brandenburg walked so we could run. I have yep. a friend who got the tip of his finger cut off by a, an, a guitar amp falling on it. Oh. And it was like just the very tip, the tip tip of like his two finger, like his pointer and his middle no. finger. No. And I think he had, he just had them down, like bent down into his palm for the skin graft thing, but for like a couple months. But Good yeah. for him. Nah. I'm just, just saying. I have a scar. I like. I just rather have scar tissue. 
Well, he wouldn't have had like fingertip. I don't I don't actually know. I have an uncle who's missing the tip of a finger, but he's like a carpenter. Anyway, okay. You people are sick. <laughs> Appreciate your tips. Yeah. Well, you still got Follow me for more tips and tricks. (laughs) (laughs) So all these people were charged fewer tips. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) They were all charged with conspiracy to aid the unlawful flight to avoid prosecution. J. Edgar Hoover himself released a statement about the arrest of Brandenburg and the others, stating, quote, The doctor had accomplished nothing since the peculiar classification created by the mutilation made it easier to track the prince. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Hoover. You you done fucked up. Hoover prided himself on the FBI's fingerprint database and reportedly took this case very personally when he found out about Pitt's arrest and vowed to hold everyone involved in the surgery accountable because he was like, you're not ruining my database. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he the huge asshole? Oh, he was a f- horrible fascist responsible for like a lot of extrajudicial killings. It's horrible. He's horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bad, bad. Of, yeah. like, oh, of like civil right, right, rights right. leaders and shit. He's yeah. mm-hmm. awful. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brandenburg admitted to performing the surgery at his trial, but claimed that he had no idea Pitts was a fugitive. Wait a minute. Wait a tour. <laughs> <laughs> He just wanted That's to. That's why he wanted his fancy fingers. I didn't think it was sketchy at all. Wait a tool. No. I thought he just didn't like fingers. <laughs> well, I'll be. <laughs> uh, oh, but the jury, well, the jury didn't buy it, and Dr. Brandenburg was found guilty and sentenced to three years in prison. But this was later overturned on a technicality, a really bizarre technicality, I might say. His lawyers appealed the conviction to the Federal Circuit Court of Appeals, and they ruled that the crime he had been accused of aiding and abetting, which the crime was burglary by explosives, Mm -hmm. was not a federally recognized crime. Burglary by explosives. Yeah. I mean. I mean, it's still burglary. Couldn't they just call it armed robbery? Burglary or like terrorism? I don't know. He got out. Weird. That's fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah, that's really dumb. But don't worry, the doc went on to be arrested again and sentenced to five years for writing illegal prescriptions for morphine. Mm. Okay, good, 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 good. After the near fingerless Roscoe Pitts was released (laughs) on parole in 1947, he... Nearly headless Nick, (laughs) nearly fingerless Pitts. (laughs) He went on to commit more crimes, mostly robberies, because... He liked a five-finger discount. Kenyon, shut <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> it's actually a ten-finger discount. <laughs> and he would be arrested for them. It seems that his elaborate and painful surgery did nothing except actually make it easier <laughs> to identify his presence at crime scenes thanks to his distinctively weird handprint He's and the got, notoriety. Like- Jagged scar marks on his and fingers. then perfect whorls under the knuckle. <laughs> he still didn't wear gloves. What an idiot! Actually, gloves would have been a really simple solution to all Honestly, of this. Six weeks of your life gone. I feel like everyone wore driving gone. gloves back then. It was normal. He took off gloves to then. <laughs> <laughs> 
He probably arrived on the scene wearing gloves. Yeah. And removed them. Because I can't. Oh, my God. Newspapers. And he's famous now as being the fingerprintless man. The fingerless man. <laughs> fingerprintless man. <laughs> Printless pants. Uh, Printless pants. Newspapers from the late 1940s contained numerous articles about, quote, the man without fingerprints being arrested for yet another crime. Yet another crime. One such crime was the robbery of a mere $200 from a store where he was actually an employee. (laughs) One might say he had his finger in the till. Shut the fuck up, (laughs) man. Did I Google <laughs> idioms about fingers and stealing? Of course you did. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Newspapers.com, idioms.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. His biggest score came in 1949, though, when Pitts and another man held up a general store at gunpoint and stole $41,500. All right. Lucy's experiencing technical difficulties. We're just going to finish it out. But she will be back. Okay, go ahead. So the massive size of this robbery compared to others that Pitts had committed was likely an accident. The store's register contained only $1,500. But when they ransacked the home of the storekeeper who lived just above his own shop, they found an additional $40,000 in a tin box under his bed because this dude didn't trust banks. That is, I get it. Especially I also like, don't, quote unquote, trust banks. This guy definitely like had just lived through the Great Depression. Like it yeah. makes sense. It makes sense, but it's so sad because now you're just out your entire. That's that is retirement. That's life savings. Yeah. That is so much fucking money. That's mo- a lot that's of money, money now. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! It's not enough to retire, but like no, but it's like an it's like an annual salary almost today. That's like a, I don't know if I could ever come back from that amount of money for this guy mm-hmm. to lose. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so sad. But also, like, please, if you're still keeping your cash in a tin box, I do think listening. that he got it back because this because Pitts is such was, an idiot was, and was caught. Okay, thank I please God I hope he got it back. Yeah. But just a cautionary tale, people. Yeah. People always look under the bed in the mattress. Right. These are and oldest we're n- hiding places in the book. It's also not the Great Depression anymore. So like deposits in banks up to a certain amount are, are, insured. are federally insured. Okay. Mm-hmm. But as ever, be careful what you wish for. Meaning like Pitts got this huge take that he was probably wishing for. Mm-hmm. Despite the biggest take of his career, this robbery was Pitts' ultimate downfall. He was arrested for it about two weeks later. He was caught. Red-handed. God damn it. (laughs) Every time you get that, like, little excited, like, I'm going into character, I just fucking know that you're going to say something dumb. Well, he tried to point the finger at his accomplice. Could have fucking kid. (laughs) But both the accomplice and the missing cash remained at large. Oh, shit, I forgot about that part. So the shopkeeper didn't get his money. Oh, no, the cash. (gasps) Oh. News coverage of his arrest describes how, quote, FBI agents and local officers roused the notorious ex-convict out of sleep at a hotel where he had registered under an assumed name. He made no attempt to escape. (laughs) (laughs) He was done. He was was fucking exhausted. 
The law is relentless. He had just broken in. Uh, he he had some chicken. Had a warm bath. Uh, ran a bath. Tidied up the mail. I did bed. He was done. That sounds so I know. good. I'm I think so I'm gonna eat dinner tired, in bed and all I, go I ever to sleep. want to eat is chicken and pasta. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Okay. One newspaper report summed up Pitt's final arrest thusly, quote, there are many in our prison systems who outsmarted themselves, <laughs> but none who offer so flagrant an example as this for, for in all his months of preparation and his six weeks of agony in all the deliberate suffering to disfigure himself forever. He overlooked one little thing, that fingers without prints are the most readily recognizable of all. (laughs) So Roscoe Pitt's pain-filled effort to launch a new career of crime ended his forever. And Roscoe Pitt's died fingerless in prison in 1976 (laughs) at at the age of 62. Oh, no! <laughs> he didn't even live a long, fingerless life. No, and that's my case. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> amazing. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Two thumbs up. <laughs> if you can't beat him, am ten I right? 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10 fingerless glove users agree. Uh, you know what? This case really made a big imprint on me. Oh. <laughs> oh, amazing. All right, let's hear a quick word from our sponsors and see how Lucy's doing. Knowledge is power, folks. And when you know more, you can make better decisions for your body, for your health, for your future. And there aren't many decisions bigger than having a kid or not having a kid. Mm-hmm. But for many people, their fertility is a big, huge question mark, especially for people like me who are not having children. So like, why check? There's a lot of reasons why to check. Tell us more, Kenya. A lot of reasons. Your hormones mm-hmm. affect like every part Everything. of your life. <laughs> your your hair, yeah. your skin, your mood, your weight, like mm-hmm. your your energy levels. Everything. It's everything. It's everywhere. It's in everything. <laughs> um, but also, you know, I did want to have kids and I did mm-hmm. did struggle with infertility. And I'm so glad that I had modern fertility as a resource. That is why modern fertility was created to give you that knowledge and power back. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. You mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within six business days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels like your ovarian reserve, which sounds like a fancy credit card, but actually it's like the number of eggs that you have based on your age. Do I get points? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And other important factors that can impact your fertility. And these results go deep into what every hormone means. And you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. And Mm -hmm. traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600. Boo. But modern fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. Mm -hmm. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash gals, you can get $20 off your test. Plus, you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA slash HSA 
So if you want kids today or just maybe one day in the future, or you just want to know, like, why am I really tired and my chin is constantly breaking out mm-hmm. and I have, Hi. I have a mustache growing, mm-hmm. clinically sound info about your body can help you make the right decision for you. Absolutely. And right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash gals. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. So get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash gals. One more time, that's modernfertility.com slash gals and treat your knowledge. Treat it. Do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful for you, but you just don't have the time to like actually find one or to make the appointment or to go in Mm -hmm. a transportation vehicle and meet Mm -hmm. with them? Or are you worried about whether or not you can afford that kind of help? Mm -hmm. Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people feel like they need to wait until something bad happens to work with a therapist. No, 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 no. You don't need to do that. Don't wait. Why wait? Like, you can get a therapist through Talkspace and therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times, and just like daily times yeah you don't and need just, to you don't need to qualify mm-mm, mm-mm. everybody qualifies for everyone for therapy yep. existence is relentless you qualify for therapy mm-hmm. okay and your talk space therapist can just be a general guiding light and getting started is often just the hardest and most important part but Talkspace, like Kenyon said, makes it easy and affordable. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. This is literally life-saving for a lot of people. It's amazing. And it's just incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home. You, Like Kenyon said, you don't need to commute. You don't have to take time off of work. You don't have to get child care lined up in order to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. It's just in your pocket or at your computer. It's so easy. I often will get like <laughs> weird. I mean, a lot of my anxiety happens at night when I'm trying to go to bed. Hi, I'm a normal human person mm-hmm. living in America. And so I got into the habit of like dumping some of those intrusive thoughts into my therapy app mm-hmm. in the evening and I could just get it out. I don't have to wait for my appointment and try to remember what was causing me anxiety in that moment. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, communicate it right there in the app. And then the next day during her office hours, my therapist, Emily, shout out, can respond and help me with some skills to calm my mind at the end of the day. It's fantastic. It's seriously amazing. Yeah. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash gals, G-A-L-S. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash gals to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash gals and treat your brain. Treat it. Are you ready for my case? Maybe not. (laughs) These are so dumb. I have two very shallow dives, so my segment's not going to be very long. But I couldn't not. There's I can't. Okay. Even like high Amanda wouldn't do any of this. (laughs) 
Even so, I, Amanda. Even me. That bitch will do anything. Noto- <laughs> literally. Notorious thief. <laughs> Lucy saw me at my peak at our 10-year reunion. To be fair, you weren't high. You were just wasted. I was hammered, though. Kyle, I, I think- bring us more shrimp. More shrimp. <laughs> I shoved plates from the caterers into my Spanx and brought them home. Honestly, who put who, who needed those plates? Who scheduled a 10-year high school reunion on a boat? I couldn't leave. I had to steal something. God. I left me with no options. It was a high-pressure environment. I'm very sad I missed that. When's our 20th? It was so fun. Our 20th Way too probably soon. Up. Really soon. 2015. <gasps> 2015. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. 20, oh my god. Oh my god. It's coming up in 2015. 2025? Yeah. Is that how we say it? We're so old. <laughs> the light just left my eyes. I felt it. My eyes are darker. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. The world seems darker I'm gonna now. I'm gonna be there for that one. I'm going. It was really right. fun. Hold on. <laughs> we had vodka Red Bulls with Nick Bailey at his parents' house before we went to the boat. Holy shit. It was a I'm really good okay. time. I asked Zach Barnett what he did for a living. <laughs> this was after his extremely oh, yeah. famous song, Best Day of My Life by American He's Authors. A celebrity. Oh, I was joking. Oh, okay. What are I you was up like, to what have you been up to these days? And he looked at me. <laughs> it's like, you've been to my shows. <laughs> it was a great joke. It was a great gag. You spilled Taco Bell all over my grill. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That didn't oh, happen. Shit. Okay. No, the Taco Bell was after. Right. I know. <laughs> I was I was skewing the timeline for comedic effect. Anyway. Okay. So <laughs> for both of my cases today, we have to hop the pond over to Marion, England. Oh, geography. And you know what that means. Yes. It's time for geography. <laughs> this series of crimes took place in the town of Murfield. Which is south of Liver's Edge. I'm at my Liver's Edge. (laughs) West of Methley. Oh, (laughs) second appearance. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we have talked about Methley. East of Ramsbottom. Yes. And north of Wig Twizzle. No. (laughs) Yeah. Live in wig twizzle. Wig twizzle England. Only to be stopped. (laughs) This is so absurd. Wig twizzle. With an honorable mention to Dungworth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) North of Dungworth. That'll happen if you Rams bottom. (laughs) Dungworth is just south of Rams bottom. (laughs) Now, I do kind of feel bad for the guy in, frankly, both of my cases, but... That like for living usually in these if places? a crime, <laughs> no, no. Usually, if a crime is committed, it's out of some sort of like tragic desperation or other pretty sad origins. We know this, but that doesn't make this less funny. Okay, <laughs> so 
This guy's name is Justin Stansfield. And at the time that these crimes were committed, he was about 38 years of age and was battling a heroin addiction, as well as using other substances, which will become clear. This was 2014, and it seems from the few articles that I read that he'd been doing pretty well, staying sober and working consistently, but he got back into heroin use several months prior to this incident because he was diagnosed with throat cancer. Oh, that'll that'll throw and, a wrench into your sobriety. Yeah. yeah. And he saw his grandfather go through chemo and was afraid of the treatment for his cancer. Mm. So he, like, didn't do it, but it's the like pain a, a of throat mentality. cancer... Yeah, had gotten to him, so he sought pain relief, and, like, many people get addicted to, like, Oxy, and then that's a slippery slope to, oh, I can't get a prescription for Oxy, so now I'm finding heroin on the street. It's way slippery. Yeah, to relieve his pain. But anyway, this is a reminder that substance use disorder is real, and if you need help, we have a lot of options listed on our resources page on the website. And you're super not alone, because it's very easy to do it, Mm -hmm. to fall into. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. But... With all of this going on, Justin really wasn't thinking straight. His only priority was getting high, and to do so, he needed money, which is something that he did not have. So he resorted to burglary. Mm. He broke into houses in Murfield, which, like, y'all, don't shit where you eat. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Don't shit People- in Ram's Bottom. Go mm-hmm. to Dungworth for that. Yes, always <laughs> shit at Dungworth. He would, like, steal TVs and other easy-to-pawn goods, and this was how he would scrape together what he needed to get his ex fixed. Seemed to be working out okay for him for a short while, but on May 20th of 2014, he broke into a 69-nice-year-old retiree's home. This old man (laughs) was sleeping in a chair in the living room when he suddenly woke up to the sound of someone in his home rifling through his shit, which is like one of my and most people's greatest fears. Mm -hmm. Like, that would be so scary. I'm sleeping. Mm -hmm. How dare Mm -hmm. you? That's like having a spider be in the shower when you're naked. I actually heard a really scary sound once when I was in the bathtub and I like made Bill come home. He was like out at a show and I was like, I can't get out of here. I keep hearing a weird sound. I'm not going to confront the burglar in No, roll my car and then go have eye surgery. It was fucking Callie and Pepperoni doing some dumb pet pet shit. I don't even know. They were like playing with something or like eating garbage. And I thought it was going to be the day I fucking died. I just, I yeah. just get you a partner who's willing to come home mm-hmm. because you're scared of pet shit in the other room. Anyway, this old bastard was not going to be intimidated by some asshole burglar. There's a quote from Yorkshire Live. <laughs> quote. Could you look more like a donkey no, when you froze. say it? Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Lucy, you froze for a second, just toppled over, oh. and all we could see was the top of your little bun. I just wanted to see. I just said, could you say Yorkshire Live more like a donkey when you're <laughs> Yorkshire, Yorkshire Live? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> quote, he went into the hallway where he saw Justin Stansfield and immediately raised his walking stick and told him to get out. <laughs> so the dude literally shook his cane at Justin and Justin just took off. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going I'm there. messing with that guy. Fuck no. Silent you don't generation. mess with old guys. Fuck no, you don't. Silent, old man strength is very silent real. generation. <laughs> the greatest at oh, Jesus beating Christ. your ass. 
Yeah. <laughs> so police were called and Justin was apprehended about 20 minutes after the incident, clearly intoxicated, hiding near some stashed crates of beer that he actually forgot he had stolen earlier, but we'll get to that. Oh, nice. It's like what? finding a snack in the couch. Yep. <laughs> and also he had the keys to the old man's house. So like as mm. he was leaving, he pulled the keys out of the inside of the door. Because mm. I guess the old man just like had his keys there or like next to the door or something mm. and took them. And the police are like, well, what the fuck were you going to go back? Yeah. And Props. try to steal his shit. <laughs> yeah. Like that's going to, that's not good. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So Justin Old man's got to sleep at some point. Nah, he'll go back to bed. <laughs> Justin explained his circumstances to the officers and eventually in court, we'll get to it, down to his fear of treatment for his cancer. And this is a quote again from Yorkshire Live. Quote, however, he was now willing to receive help and was ashamed of his actions that night when he had been looking for items to sell to buy heroin. Because of his drunken condition, his memory of the events was hazy, and he had told police he could not believe he had offended at the home of an old man. Mm -hmm. But that's not all he couldn't believe. <laughs> Days later, after Justin had been apprehended, the owner of the crates of beer that had been stolen from his garage found a clue. Mm. He had reported the theft to police who hadn't yet connected it to Justin somehow. I think people are just not refreshing their browser because mm -hmm. like he was caught near the <laughs> beer. Mm -hmm. But I think when this guy just made the report, the police like wrote it off as some teenagers who had broken into the garage to steal beer as well as eat a bunch of popsicles that he had in his freezer. <laughs> no egregious but he probably saved the best flavors for last they probably. stole his best flavored popsicles yep All i need a bunch of popsicles but stephen pickles 58 the owner of the, the garage stew pickles stew pickles from rugrats <laughs> found something interesting while cleaning up the garage a few days after the theft a set of false teeth that had been hiding between the wall of the garage and the refrigerator. No. What? The teeth didn't belong to anyone in Stu Pickle's home. <laughs> so they must have belonged to the burglar. Quote, Those are the custom. The garage wasn't locked, so he had sneaked in and helped himself to the beer. I reported it to police at the time, and a few days later, I went in the garage and found a false set of teeth down the side of the freezer. I managed to move them to a shelf and then told the police. I like to think that the burglar lost the teeth because he was cracking open a beer. Oh, I'll tell you exactly how he lost the okay. teeth. And you're not that far off. <laughs> oh. The police, armed with the teeth and armed to, to the, the teeth, teeth yeah. <laughs> were able to trace them directly to none other than Justin Stansfield, well, whose history of drug use probably led to some shitty teeth, d and dental then, work. And then he got and sober, he had some so he got his dentures. teeth fixed. Yep. Oh, and my God. Now Did either proven... of you see that Mila Kunis movie where she was, uh, she played a... Is this going to be on the gals misremember? No, it is definitely it her. It is Mila Kunis. Okay. And she plays like a, a drug addict who then like goes back to her parents or like mom and stepdad and is like trying to get clean and whatever and is clean for a while. And then um, I've seen the previews for relapses. it, but I haven't watched the actual movie because she looks. I haven't seen it. So it's bad and sad. Real I can't. sad. But it looks yeah, like part a day of it is, ruiner. is getting her teeth fixed. Mm, her well. teeth are real bad in it. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So, are you recommending um, or not? Um, if you have to be in the right mood, probably. Yeah. If for you ever it. just want to watch, like, like if you're what already a sad, really sad movie about addiction, then yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go for it. Like that Julia Roberts movie that's like Ben's coming home or something like that. Oh, I just watched that. It's so oh. sad. It's okay. so fucking. We're not sad. going down this road. Okay. okay. Anyway, stepmom. So, what? Stepmom? No, it's newer. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's about Julia Roberts. She's a mother. No, her (laughs) teenage son is like a horrible addict and she's trying to like keep him out of it. And Mm. okay, she may or may not succeed. I'm not going to give away the ending, but she doesn't succeed anyway. Okay, I'm going to move on. (laughs) So now a proven serial burglar, he was sentenced to 16 months in jail for his crimes. I have no idea where he is now, but I hope he is in recovery both from his substance use and his cancer. And let this be a cautionary tale. If you steal beer and popsicles, don't take your teeth out at the scene to eat popsicles and forget to put them back in. Not even great. Well, I mean, we don't know what the flavors were. We know what the best flavors are. Or, as the mirror said in the most British quote ever, Stansfield also pinched ice lollies from the freezer, I but after taking out his false teeth to enjoy the tasty proceeds of his crime, he staggered out of the garage, having left his noshes behind. <laughs> ice lollies. Ice lollies. Ice lollies. <laughs> That's adorable. It's the cutest thing I've ever. Ice lollies from the freezer. Ice lollies. Ice lollies. And his ashes. Yeah. So don't leave your teeth behind. (laughs) Okay. For my next trick, we're going to stay in England. And I wanted to see, like, more ridiculous town names. So we're going to go with round two of You got a double dose of geography, folks. So this hapless heist took place in Abington, Oxfordshire, which is north of Hell Corner. <laughs> of course. West of Pussy. That's Wet's Pussy to you. <laughs> I think it's actually spelled the same way too, right? Mrs. Lush I have it wet's on pussy. my post-it still now. Lushy Wet's Pussy. Lushy Wet's Pussy. Oh, W-E-T-Z. Wet. Love. East of Foulness Island. <laughs> Ish. And south of Long Itchington. Oh, no. For real, England, what the fuck? If you go Yikes. into the wrong pussy, you could end up with Long Itchington. If you have uh. Long Itchington, go to the doctor for yeah. some reason. If you have inch- Itchington lasting longer than, longer than long. four hours. Yeah, if you long. go down to Foulness Island, you could wind up <laughs> Foul- with Long Itchington. You might Itchington. catch Long Itchington. <laughs> oh, God. So the star of this tale is James Allen, an idiot. (laughs) An idiot. An idiot. (laughs) On March 2nd, 2012, James entered a convenience store in Abingdon wearing a balaclava, not baklava, (laughs) to hide his identity and armed with a toy gun. We're off to an amazing start already and it only gets worse from here. Great. He held up the person behind the register who handed over what was in the till, about 135 pounds of cash. Pounds of cash. Ah, I can never find the little pound <laughs> s- symbol when I'm typing, the so I just L. don't bother. Yeah, yeah curvy L. 
Exactly. Yeah, it's fine. He turned to run out the door with his loot, only to become enraged when the door wouldn't open. Mm. He assumed someone had. (laughs) No. No. Yeah. No. (laughs) Same. Girl, no. Babe, it's so stupid. Babe. Babe. <laughs> he assumed someone had discreetly locked it to keep him from escaping, angrily pushing and pushing on the door before eventually ripping off his face covering in a fit of rage because he's sweating, <laughs> revealing himself to the staff and the CCTV cameras in the shop. Was it just a pull? We'll get to it. <laughs> he was immediately recognized not only as a regular customer, <laughs> but as the same guy who had robbed the shop a mere 10 days prior. No! The first robbery took place just before 6 p.m. on February 23rd when Supervisor Leanne Coxon was preparing to close the store. He kept his balaclava on that time, though, and successfully robbed Leanne of 360 pounds from the till. I'm sure he probably also took whatever she had in her wallet, but that's what he made off with that day. But this second attempt was not going well at all. During his tantrum and demand for store manager, Angela Crow. He demanded to see the manager because he, he demanded the manager come unlock the door. <laughs> he was trying to kick a glass panel near the door, smashing it, but it's like not big enough for him to get through. <laughs> and also the act of kicking it sent him flying backwards, knocking over a drink display, <laughs> falling all the way to the ground, sending bottles all over the floor. A scene only made more embarrassing by Angela simply pulling the door open to let him out. <laughs> can you imagine? And yes, there's video and I have a link that yeah! we can watch. You don't need any sound, can so you, you can just click the link in your browser. Kick but yourself back where oh the, no. The door had not been locked at all. It was simply a pull to exit rather than a push, something James should have known <laughs> as, as a, regular. a regular customer and even Shit. previous robber of this very store. All right, I'm Holy ready. I'm, go I'm... ahead. Just go ahead and watch. It's like 30 seconds. It's so amazing. I love Angela so much. She seems very calm because this guy is just clearly tragic. But when he oh, falls into the sodas. Oh, my God. And then she just walks past him and opens the door. <laughs> it's amazing. This video is incredible. I need everyone to watch it. The link will be on the blog. It's so fucking good. He just like I watched it like a hundred times today. Yeah, he was kicking so hard that he just pushed himself into an entire oh, display no. of sodas. And she's like, bro. Oh. <laughs> she looks I embarrassed can't. for him. She's so embarrassed. She's I'm so embarrassed. embarrassed. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> it's the most embarrassing thing. So quote, quote, after Miss Croak had to open the door for him, Alan ran off and was found by police on the same road three hours later with the balaclava in his pocket, <laughs> having thrown the fake weapon in a nearby bin. But not the Nikki balaclava. Bin. Yeah, right? You threw away the gun, but not not the <laughs> mask. Nikki Duncan, prosecuting like attorney in court, whatever, whatever they call them, uh, solicitor, 
told the court, quote, when he was put in the back of the police car, he immediately started to cry and told police <laughs> that he needed to pay rent and said, I'm sorry, it's not fair on them. Are they all right? Oh, he felt oh. bad. He felt really bad. His defense leaned into this, <laughs> as well as his drug use, which we'll get to, stating in court, oh, this is so brutal. Quote, it was totally unsophisticated. It was bumbling and incompetent. His actions after the robbery demonstrated Mr. Allen is pathetic rather than callous. I mean, that's true. <laughs> Fucking ouch. <laughs> like, that's whoa. your defense. That's your attorney. He's not competent. He's just pathetic. Just pathetic. He's he not to callous. Pay rent. He's not callous. I imagine mean, imagine having to tell your like your celly, like, oh, what are you in for? Well, well, don't oh, look up this YouTube pushing video. a door. I kicked a window that was too small for me to crawl through, and I kicked it too hard with my rubber-toed boot that it actually bounced to me backwards and the person <laughs> i was sodas. trying to rob opened the door for me and let me out with 135 pounds oh no 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 God. just cash not pounds of anything just yeah no you're right just to cash. be fair no, they could really detain sad. him in just a normal room they don't even oh, need to lock the cell door it was only I like mean, 200 bucks imagine being in court and your defense is that you're pathetic like my heart is broken. <laughs> I just, it's like, yeah, he did it. He's just Your so Honor, pathetic. Please, he's, he's not. Just he's not a really threat. sad. It's so sad. <laughs> he also said in court that he owed his dealer money for drugs and that the dealer had threatened him, given him the toy gun, uh, yes. and told him to pay a his debts. Defense. Well, but told him to pay his debts by robbing his store. I think they might believe that. I don't know. I mean, it could be. True. It's, I very believe much be it, true. but is it a defense? No. <laughs> I know. So this was taken into account at trial. It's like he was coerced into it, I guess. But like you bought the drugs. So I don't, it's he still did it. It's still a full crime. Oh, it is. And he, he, <laughs> he is punished for this. But so anyway, it was taken into account at the trial. But also other thefts were taken into account at the trial, like his theft of checks from his own father's checkbook mm. that he would make out to himself for over 1,600 pounds. Addiction is crazy, mm. y'all. Like, so, it will make so you sad. do unhinged shit, like mm. steal money from your fucking aging parents. Mm -hmm. Anyway, et James cetera. was sentenced, etc. James was sentenced to three years in prison for his numerous crimes and was told by the judge at sentencing, quote, I accept that you would not have acted as you did if you and your family hadn't been threatened with violence, but it makes no sense trying to get yourself out of trouble by doing something criminal yourself. Yes, so it judge. sounds like, yes. Yeah. It sounds like the, the jury or whatever. And the judge believed that he was being threatened to pay back his yeah. dealers, which like they're going to, they're going to do but that. like, you, sir, are not capable of robbing a store, as no. you have so clearly demonstrated. This is not the way. Reflecting on the incident, Detective Chief Inspector Mark John said, quote, clearly Allen's actions show that he isn't cut out for a career in crime due to the way in which he was apprehended. <laughs> he now has time to think about these actions while serving his sentence in prison. Mm -hmm. And those oh, are my little dives. Well done. Well nice. done. Fro ice lollies. Ice lollies. Ice lollies and spilled sodas. <laughs> Lifestyles of the rich and famous. And yum. 
Yeah. And fingerprintless. The fucking fingers in the chest. I caught. The smooth tips. Beyond Stupid felt like a warm hug. It was so nice to do that again. Yeah. Nice to have that palate cleanser. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Editing by Jonathan Camp. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It is the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers!